Even with the part-time job she'd managed to find at her neighbor Raylene's boutique on Serenity's Main Street. One of these days, she supposed she'd thank Ed for providing this unexpected life challenge. But she really, really wasn't there yet. She was spitting mad. Not because he'd left, but because of the upheaval he'd left in his wake. She'd worked hard to keep her worries from spilling over onto the kids, but Lexi was a smart girl. She'd quickly figured out what was going on. Sometimes her overnight transformation from carefree teen into world-weary adult nearly broke Lynn's heart. Lexi should be paying attention to her grades, maybe having her first crush on a boy, not trying to be her mother's savior. Now, with her brother gone in an indignant huff, Lexi came over to give Lynn a hug. She seemed to know instinctively just when Lynn was in desperate need of one. Dad's late with the check again, isn't he? How bad is it? Lexi asked. Lynn tried to reassure her. We're going to be fine, sweetie. I don't want you to worry about this. We're not going to be fine, Lexi retorted angrily. How did Dad turn out to be such a huge jerk? Lynn wondered about the same thing. But somehow, Ed had turned into a man she didn't even recognize any longer. He'd taken his midlife crisis to new heights. He was self-absorbed, self-indulgent, and thoughtless. His family might not have enough money to put food on the table, but she'd overheard a conversation two days ago when it was mentioned that he was off on some expensive golf vacation, his third in the past six months. The wife of one of his business associates apparently hadn't realized Lynn was nearby when she'd made her remarks about Ed's latest spending spree. Or perhaps she had, Lynn thought cynically. Don't talk about your father that way, she admonished Lexi now, albeit half-heartedly. She didn't want her children to start hating their father, but she wasn't quite prepared to sing his praises either. Every single day felt like a balancing act between her own ragged emotions and her children's needs. No matter how upbeat she pretended to be, lately it seemed she wasn't fooling anyone. Lexi's eyes filled with tears, though it was impossible to tell if she was reacting to Lynn's stern admonition or to her own panic. It's really bad, isn't it? Bad enough, Lynn admitted carefully. She gave Lexi's hand a squeeze. But this is a temporary blip, sweetheart. It will get sorted out, I promise. Are we going to have to move? Lexi asked, giving voice to what was obviously her greatest fear. Lynn wasn't one to sugarcoat bad news, though she'd hoped to have a plan in place before revealing the sad truth. More than likely, she said quietly. Though she'd been counting on Helen Decatur Whitney, who was fierce when it came to getting the best possible settlement for her clients, she also knew that even Helen couldn't work miracles. Still, she tried to reassure her daughter. Hopefully, Helen will be able to work this out in court before it comes to that. But I won't lie to you. Giving up the house is a real possibility. But I love it here, Lexi protested with a sniff. It's a great house, and my best friend lives right next door.
Ben apparently seeing something in Lynn's face, she squared her shoulders. But it'll be okay. She gave her mother a plaintive look that nearly shredded what was left of Lynn's heart. Won't it? As long as you, Jeremy, and I are together, it will be okay, she vowed. She would do everything in her power to see that it was. Right now, though, with unpaid bills and little money, she was feeling pretty darn powerless. For a woman who'd always felt confident and in control, that was a new sensation, one she didn't much like. Just one more thing to lay at Ed's feet when she was doling out blame. Contractor Mitch Franklin had been working on a new addition for Raylene and Carter Rollins for a few weeks now. He'd started in late fall, taken only a brief break during the holidays, and was hoping to have every interior detail.